Moorhead Carroll in the podcast, Find It. Today I want to talk about a strange trip that ended up becoming kind of a pilgrimage. As many of you know, my new husband Chris is a pediatric intensive care doctor. He is on the board of the American College of Chest Physicians and was given an award at their conference this year. Naturally, I wanted to be there. After all, he sits in the pew and has to watch me all the time. I wanted to be sitting in the audience, cheering him on. I planned for months to take off and not only cheer Chris on, but also get some time to write and to play. And the conference was in Hawaii. One day, while Chris was in meetings, I got an email from a woman who lives in California who watches my morning devotions on YouTube. She told me that I had to see Kauaihao Church in Honolulu, since my great-great-great-grandfather designed it. I was surprised. I knew that my great-great-grandfather brought Christianity to the Gilbertese Islands and translated the Bible into Gilbertese. But I hadn't known that his father, Hiram Bingham I, my three-greats-grandfather, was the first missionary to the islands of Hawaii. Of course I went. I walked and walked and walked to get there. And what I saw really made me think. What a strange legacy. Hiram Bingham I was a white man who traveled thousands of miles, risking his life and that of his young wife, in order to teach people about Jesus. That part sounded kind of courageous and good. But they also insisted on bringing their culture with them. They insisted on wearing lots of clothes, though they even wore long underwear in the winter in Hawaii because that's the way you're supposed to do it. They were from New England. That just sounded plain stupid to me. They tried to dig a well on their land, which was just a few feet from the ocean, in order to get fresh water. That also sounded kind of dumb. They mostly refused to eat fish, which was the staple diet of the Hawaiians, and they generally treated the indigenous peoples as if they were inferior. But on the other hand, Hiram and his wife Sybil also became good friends with Queen Kaiahumanu. They taught her how to read and write. Hiram made her a chair, a wooden rocking chair, which was quite impressive because Queen Kaiahumanu was huge, an incredibly large woman. She was smart enough to know that she and her people were going to need to learn to read and write so that they could communicate with these white people who were coming, whether they wanted them to or not. I feel proud that Hiram and Sybil taught her how to read and write, that they became friends. I also felt proud but because he never did make any money off of the land or the people. Hiram returned to America later in his life because his wife Sybil became ill. He never did make much money at all. But nevertheless, Hiram and Sybil felt superior. And in this way, they were racists. You could say they didn't know any better, but 
did they? Did they ever admire the qualities of the indigenous Hawaiians? Did they ever wonder if bringing their culture was really necessary in order to teach them about Jesus? Did they ever wonder what Jesus would have wanted? When I arrived at the church, I saw not only a church, but a museum. And I happened to run into a man who played the organ for Episcopal churches, but was also a history professor. When I explained to him of my ancestry, he included me in on a tour. We entered Hiram Bingham's house. The wood had been shipped all the way from America so he could build a house familiar, something that looked like what he grew up in in New England. Building a strange home with wood that none of the rest of the peoples on the island could ever afford was a strange move again. Inside of the home, you could see their simple beds and tables, their china which they managed to ship without breaking all the way from America. So many different pieces of furniture. New England on the island of Oahu. But again, was that the right thing to do? They slept on beds made of leaves and fabric, wooden frames. They cooked and ate dry beef, bread, and other foods foreign to the Hawaiians. Hiram Bingham II, Hiram's son, spent most of his adult life on the island of Oahu as well, but did travel to the Gilbertese Islands and did, in fact, translate the scripture into Gilbertese, as his father had translated the Bible into Hawaiian. His grave is right beside the church, along with his wife, Clara Brewster. History is a complex picture. I'm glad to know of its riches. I feel both pride and shame at the ancestry that I have. And I think it's important to feel both. I believe they thought they were doing what was right. And they did baptize a lot of people. But in the end, what they ended up bringing was a lot of suffering. Colonialism. Wealth would be taken from this land and given to white people. The story is the same all over the world. So this trip ended up being more than just about my husband. It ended up being about me. Parts of me. In the scripture, it says that the generations inherit the sin of their ancestors. So I guess it might be up to me to say I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the ways that they impose their culture upon a beautiful people. And I pray that in the future we might learn to teach each other about our beliefs without imposing our practices upon each other. Strange how this trip ended up being about me, but isn't that how God works?
Thank you for joining me in the podcast, Find It. Remember that if you keep searching for the divine presence, you will find it. I want to invite you, if you're interested in hearing more of these podcasts, to subscribe. Just hit the subscribe button and you will be informed of new episodes. And before we part ways, I pray that God will bless you and hold you, give you peace. Until we meet again.